Hello, welcome back to another week of La Vie en Rosie. You're listening to UCC 98.3 FM. I'm your host, Rosie. And today we have a very special episode because we will be talking to Martino Cahasig, who is kind of jack of all trades. So he's got like Irish as his first language. Um, he's a Gaelgoer and um, big into like trad music, plays loads of instruments as a singer, musical theatre, fanatic and lots more. So stay tuned for that because that is coming up in about 15 minutes. But for now, we are going to be playing a little bit of Pillow Queens. And this is Try, Try, Try. Enjoy. I'm not fooling anyone but Not fooling anyone but Not fooling anyone but My own damn self I can't promise anyone Promise anything 
right, that was Pillow Queens with Try, Try, Try. We have our episode with Martino Cahasig coming right up. Um, next up, we have Arcs, which is a band from Brighton. And I actually had the privilege of meeting. Um, they did agree to someday come on the radio show. So we've got that to look forward to maybe at some stage. This is Arcs with Call Me Crazy. Call me crazy. I'm sad all the time. was Arcs and Pillow Queens with Call Me Crazy. So that song just came out a few months ago. Um, and I, d- I actually didn't really realize that Pillow Queens were featured on that. Um, but yeah, this next song is one of Martino Cahasig's picks. Um, it is purely Osquilga. So this is Spare Rua and it's got like a nice kind of like pop vibe, but it's also, you know, it's kind of like rejuvenating Irish language, which we'll, we'll get into in our interview in a bit. So here is Spare Rua by Shiva. Enjoy. Joy, share who 
The simple bare necessities Forget about your worries and your strife I mean the 
bare necessities or Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. Wherever I wander, wherever I roam, I couldn't be found of my big home. FM. For the best alternative music, tune in to Set Guitars to Kill every Thursday at 1 on UCC 98.3 FM. Best alternative music, new and old, from Ireland and across the pond, and pointers on gigs that are happening in the area right now. Music across genres including post-punk, math rock, art pop, 90s alternative and so on. Follow my page on Instagram at setguitarstokill.ucc for updates relating to the programme or to listen to past playlists and sessions every Thursday from 1 to 2 on UCC 98.3 FM. Tune in to Keeping Track every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. on UCC 98.3. Keeping Track is broadcast live every week and hosted by me, Dave Hackett. My show follows a different theme each week and promotes alternative music with an emphasis on Irish artists past and present. I'll also have guests on to talk about what it is that they do and have them pick out their favourite music. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Keeping Track to keep up to date with the show each week. Keeping Track on UCC 98.3 every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. During a long day of lectures and meetings, there's nothing I want more than a nice cuppa. And for that, I go to Roots Coffee House. Located on the ground floor of the hub, Roots is a lovely place to grab a tea, coffee, pastries, and a variety of sweet treats, including the biggest cookies on campus. So pop down to Roots Coffee House, Monday to Friday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. and support the Cope Foundation. Roots, it's just good coffee.
Tune in to Keeping Track every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. on UCC 98.3. Keeping Track is broadcast live every week and hosted by me, Dave Hackett. My show follows a different theme each week and promotes alternative music with an emphasis on Irish artists past and present. I'll also have guests on to talk about what it is that they do and have them pick out their favourite music. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Keeping Track to keep up to date with the show each week. Keeping Track on UCC 98.3 every Friday morning from 9 to 10am. Come seize the day with me, Anne McGuire, on my weekly podcast, Musical Chats. Every Wednesday, I can promise you an hour's worth of two nerds geeking it out over the best of musicals and musical theatre. If the whole being deaf thing is your thing, be sure to tune in. Musical Chats every Wednesday on Spotify. UCC 98.3 FM. For the best alternative music, tune in to Set Guitars to Kill every Thursday at 1 on UCC 98.3 FM. Best alternative music, new and old, from Ireland and across the pond, and pointers on gigs that are happening in the area right now. Music across genres including post-punk, math rock, art pop, 90s alternative and so on. Follow my page on Instagram at setguitarstokill.ucc for updates relating to the programme or to listen to past playlists and sessions every Thursday from 1 to 2 on UCC 98.3 FM. You're listening to UCC 98.3 FM. Click the stamp and send it. The new one-stop shop for all your motorsport desires. Uploaded to Spotify every Monday. Maybe not every Monday. What if something happens and we can't upload We'll chat all things engines and tyres, Formula 1 to Formula E, WRC to Extreme E, tractor runs or lawnmower racing. What if we left something out? What did I tell you about apologising on the mic? Sorry, sorry. James! Anyways, so, rev up your engines, power up your motors, pass the chequered flag, lick the stamp and send it. Um, sometimes you just got to lick the stamp and send it, so uh, <laughs> there we go, I, I enjoyed it very much. During a long day of lectures and meetings, there's nothing I want more than a nice cuppa. And for that, I go to Roots Coffee House. Located on the ground floor of the hub, Roots is a lovely place to grab a tea, coffee, pastries, and a variety of sweet treats, including the biggest cookies on campus. So pop down to Roots Coffee House, Monday to Friday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. and support the Cope Foundation. Roots, it's just good coffee. listening to UCC 98.3 FM. I'm your host, Rosie, and for the next hour, we have Le'Veon Rosie joined by a very special guest. Me, Martino Kasich. <laughs> yes, I needed you to say it in your own voice, because... In my own voice? Yeah, you say it the best. Oh. The surname. Oh, my surname. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Kasich, yeah. Um, so if you haven't guessed, Martin is from, like, the Grail Talked. He is fluent in Irish, first language. So he's going to be speaking a little bit about that today. Um, he's also very talented in pretty much everything, like just jack of all trades. So um, we've got bits and bobs here and there. We're going to talk about music and the likes, trad music. Love and, trad. Um, he went to college in UCC, so we're going to speak a little bit about that as well. Um, 
So yeah, this is like this is my first time I've had a guest recurring on the show. How does that feel? I'm your first recurring You're guest. You're my first recurring guest. Oh, I I feel honored. I feel so honored. You should. I've made a lot of empty promises about people coming back, and you're the only one who I've actually pulled through with. S- and sought after as well. Because um, you, you, you kind of text me a few times, and you're like, so, when's this happening? <laughs> when are you down next? Yeah, yeah. Because I know that you pulled through. I mean, Martin is, like, very good at, like, um, what do you call it? Like, you know, just going with the flow. I am very easygoing. I am very easygoing like, and chill. And just I was preparing this episode, and then even since then, it's been like, oh, somebody asked me to do this, so I'm just going to do that tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay. Yeah, I just go with the flow. Like, you know, there's no point in stressing about things too much because it's just going to, plans are going to change anyway. Sure. I find plans are going to change. Nothing ever goes according to plan. So if you don't have a plan, then you can't be stressing about it. It, that's kind of the way I, I'm level. looking at it. On some level, yeah. It's good to have a plan. It's good to be you know organized and all that. But at the same time, I find that if I am organized and stuff, it just stresses me out more. Okay. So I do. And like, yeah, I, I put stuff into my calendar. I make sure that, you know, the stuff that I have promised to do, that I will do that stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, you know, we'll see how it goes. Do you think that COVID has a part to play with that? Uh, no, not at all. Not, it's just not, been the way you are. It's just been the way I've always been. I've always been just like, okay. Because like, like I've always, even from when I was really, really young, I was just constantly running here, there and everywhere. I never really had like a second to just sit down and relax. So, but my time to sit down and relax was when I was going to and from those places. Um, so I've just learned that keep yourself busy, but also make time for friends and just chill. I don't know. I just... I've, I have found in the last year that I have, what, what would you call it? I've become more self-aware with the fact that I do go with the flow. And that has done wonders for me my, 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 and my mental health, really, because now I know what I'm about. I, I'm more, more secure in who I am. You know, I've, I've figured that out now, which a lot of people can't say that they really know who they are. And that's okay too. Um, I'm just lucky, lucky enough to have found who I am. Yeah, I think that's one of like the best things about getting older, isn't it? Yes, definitely, definitely. Because yeah, when I was younger, I was, I was putting on different masks for different things that I was doing. Not not that it, they were noticeable that there were different masks, but like obviously you give off different energy in different places. Whereas now I've learned to really be unapologetically myself. Yes, I love that energy. Mm. Um, Because I think when you are, like, authentic to yourself, you kind of give other people the space to be themselves around you. Yeah, they'll feel more comfortable being themselves if you're yourself. You know, if you're trying to be someone else, they're going to try to be someone else to match that. Yeah, definitely. I find, find anyway. Um, Because there's that, like, one less barrier where you can have, you know... Make a connection with someone, you know? Yeah, like an honest connection rather than like mm. one that's like hypothetically if I was this way then this would work like no we're not we're not doing that anymore no um okay so you spoke about like having different interests here and there um and kind of being like one of those people who I mean you relax like in between going to those events which I mean mm-hmm. okay. driving is my happy place yeah. Driving is my happy place. I love driving. I love listening to d- new types of music as well. Like, so that gives me the chance to tie in those bits of music. And I'm like, oh, do you know what? I'm in a bit of a mood for some jazz, slow jazz, or like electro swing, or classical music, or trad, or musicals. Or it's just all up in the air. Frank Sinatra sometimes, you know. It's this trait is like very consistent, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, a bit of everything, suppose, like yeah. in each part of your life. All kinds of, of everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> and you're also a musical theater nerd. Huge music. I mean, I'm currently wearing a Dear Evan Hansen top jumper that I got over in London when I saw Dear Evan Hansen on the West End. Amazing. Oh my God. I was in the second row in the middle and I spent the whole time crying. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like it is an emotionally taxing musical. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're that close, you can see the emotions, you can see the sweat, the tears. 
nearly like you could see the spit coming out of their mouth when they were like you know that angry or that upset or whatever it was it was surreal it was just and it hit home as well because you know I had my own battles with mental health as well so when it was de- it was word fails words fail uh-huh. that song just I was just bawling for the whole thing <laughs> very like cathartic though mm mm which is, I think, one of the reasons I had Zoe Omen Walsh, who was um, Cinderella and Everyman Panto this year. Queen. And um, we were speaking about like the reason people like musicals and enjoy musicals is because it kind of offers the space to say things that aren't really like accepted in real life to kind of be so true to like how you feel and to express that. Mm. And in musicals, you can. In musicals, but not only musicals, in music you can too. Like in in every type of music, because I find even when I'm I'm composing a piece or anything like whatever emotion I'm feeling at the time is what I'll actually end up composing like I sat down at the piano there for the first time in ages and just started messing around and I didn't realize that I was I must have had some type of pent up like stress not even stress but like it was just worries and I started playing um minor chords and I started frantically like changing up the rhythms and then like I listened back to the recording and I was like that was really therapeutic and really just like crazy. <laughs> it's like where did, where was where was this going? But like it was really cool. So that's interesting because I've also had like um a conversation with singer songwriter Eve Whelan. Mm. I'm just putting all the name drops in. But she was speaking about like how there's no hiding when it comes to composing and like writing lyrics and stuff. Mm-hmm. And even if you might even be like in denial with yourself to a certain degree once it comes down like on paper or at the piano or wherever it is it's like that's just it's just it has to be honest it has to be honest it has to be real like it'll flow out of you so much better as well if you if you are honest and real too like you know with the piece that you're writing so i think with like arts and stuff like that um it's kind of expected of you that you need to be able to tap into that emotion as well Mm. Um, like with acting, because um, Martine also acts like Jesus Christ, I know. <laughs> um, but you have to be able to like tap in on the spot to emotions that you felt in real life. How do you go about that? Um, I find when I'm acting, and I used to say this when I was younger as well, um, I used to always feel more like myself when I was pretending to be someone else. So when I was on stage pretending to be a character or doing whatever, um, I used to always feel more like myself when I was pretending to be that person and like feeling the emotions that they were feeling. It's not even that I was tapping into my own emotions. I just got really into the character and I was like, okay, this is what the character was feeling at the time. I like, that's actually what I'm feeling now. Wow. Yeah. So I went about it a completely different way, I suppose, than you. Like you, you tap into your memories and your own emotions where I was trying to tap into, where I tapped into the character, the character's emotions and what the character was feeling. And it was, but that also gave me, I suppose when I was younger, that gave me an escape from what I was feeling. So that's why I felt more like myself when I was pretending to be someone else. Uh Because it gave me an escape from whatever was going on in my life at that time. So now it's just how I've, I suppose I brought it on since then. Like, you know, I do, like the last musical I did, Little Shop of Horrors. So fun. Musical Theatre Society, UCC. I miss it. I miss it so much. But um, the, I was Audrey too, you know, the bad guy, the big bad guy. Yes, big plant. Big plant and... Personified. It's not often that I will be angry. Okay. So I used the fact that the character gets angry and, you know, big and mean to release those emotions within me, I yeah. suppose, a small bit. And that I hope that added to the character. <laughs> it did. Um, so, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So maybe it was easier then to like um, feel maybe sympathy or like empathy for the character rather than for yourself? Mm-hmm. I suppose. I suppose that's, that's how you do it. I, it's very hard to, put, to describe. It's very like abstract yeah. to try and speak about. Mm-hmm. But I, I love it. I love pretending to be someone else (laughs) yeah it's fun but at the same time as I said before I love like I am unapologetically myself then when I'm not on stage like I'll just I'll just be me and I think that's probably 
like something really surprising is like if I didn't know you and I went to see Little Shop of Horrors, I would a hundred percent like make assumptions that really? you were totally that you were a certain type of person in real life. And then when I meet you, I'd be like, Oh my god, he's actually really nice. Oh, thank you. Um, no, that happened to me as well. Um, when I was in first year in UCC, we did nine to five, and I was Mr. Hart. So again, geez, I've been a typecast <laughs> there. So. Um, so again, like you know, it was the the bad guy again, and um, the bad bad guy creep. So I, you know, Mr. Hart, the character, and I met someone. Was it a week after who came to see the show, and they're like, "Oh, you were Mr. Hart." Oh, I, I didn't. I, I thought you'd be a lot different in person. I didn't realize that. you... Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's a huge compliment. I find, because that means that I. That means that you're not. Yeah. I, well, first of all, it means that I'm not, which is great. Because <laughs> I'm. <laughs> great to know. Great to know that I'm not a creep. I'm not perceived as a creep. <laughs> Love that information. Um, but it's also good to know because it means that I was doing it right. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't coming off as fake. They believed it. And, like, it's easy to kind of, I guess, it's hard when you're doing, like, a villain character and it's especially hard if it's, like, you know, something that you never want to be perceived as because it might be, like, you know, you want to kind of still project a certain, like, warmth to it. Like, with mm. with Mrs. Mushnick last year, I still want people to kind of like her. Mm. Um, oh, people did. People did. I mean, People did. What can I say? I just can't help but... Uh, <laughs> Steal the show, yeah. No, anyway, <laughs> this isn't about me. But, like, yeah, it's hard to kind of, like, um, how do you say it? Completely lend yourself to the role and to serve the character mm. sometimes. Mm. Yeah, I would agree with that, too. I would agree with that, too. Um, so you said that you miss being part of the musicals. I miss college life so much. I miss being down in Cork. I miss being, like, a huge part of UCC. UCC for the three years that I was here was a huge part of who I was huge part of who I was so if you ask anyone that knows me down here at the moment they were like like you're you're still here like you just haven't left I've dropped out of college um but I'm here at least once every two weeks <laughs> <laughs> once every two weeks for like three days at a time and people were like would you just leave like you left the college leave the premises please um, <laughs> please be escorted from the premises now <laughs> but no I do miss it so much because um, it, it, it did help me find who I was as well at the same time yes I did three years of college I failed second year repeated it um, but it was it was within those three years that I did find who I was and that I learned that I need to do what I want to do to be happy. You know, don't be don't be trying to do things for other people because they're like, oh, you know, you need to get the degree to get the jobs. You need to you need to do this to, to get that. There is don't follow anyone else's plan except your own. And if you don't have one, that's fine, too. You know, but I have found that since I left UCC, I do miss living in a city. I miss living with my friends. I miss like the whole aspect of just being able to text a friend and be like, you're on for a coffee in 20 minutes? And they'll be like, yeah, no bother, yeah, see you there. You don't have that in West Kerry because everyone is so spaced out. And not only that, but most of my friends that are from West Kerry are in college. So they're in Galway, Cork, Dublin, wherever they are. So I can't just text them and be like, man, we go for a coffee because they're up in Galway yeah. or Cork and they're like, yeah, it would take me like four hours to get down or two and a half hours to get up. Like, so um, it's hard that way. I, I do miss the social aspect of life, of college life a lot. Um, but in saying that, I'm loving living at home as well at the same time. So like I've, I've moved home um, because... I've moved home because you know it makes sense. I'm at, I've started getting. A, I got a job with a production company that does stuff with TG Car. I'm doing videos for them, and um, doing videos for them. So I had to move home, and I love it because I'm I'm able to swim in the sea again. I love swimming in the sea. I'm a huge sea swimmer, um, and that's one. That's a huge thing I missed when I was in Cork. Actually, uh, it's funny the things that you miss and don't miss and you don't realize you miss bef until you 
get it back or whatever. Because when I was in Cork, like, the nearest beach to the city is, what, 30 minutes away? Uh-huh. 35 minutes away. Whereas when I'm at home, I have three different beaches, five-minute drives for me. You know, not even five-minute drive, three-minute drive. It's, it's so great. Like, you wake up in the morning, you just go for a swim. And there's normally not many people there, if anyone there, because there's so many beaches around and there aren't that many people going to these beaches. So I love sea swimming and I love the fact that I get to speak Irish every day again. No, it's not like I was speaking Irish every day anyway, because my housemate for the past three years, Danu, what a legend, shout out to you. Um, we used to constantly speak Irish because we met in the Irish accommodation and first year we were put in the same apartment and we just hit it off straight away, you know? I mean, I hope we did. Oh, we were living with each other for three years. Like, he, he had to have liked me. <laughs> he had to have liked me some little. And then um, last year then as well, Dylan English, King, um, moved in with us as well. And sure, he, he was doing Irish in college as well. So there's three of us inside in the house. Well, there's four of us in the house. Three of us could speak Irish. So we, were, we would just speak Irish anytime we felt like it, which was great. But now when I'm at home, I speak all Irish with dad the whole time um like and the job that i'm doing now as well um i'm doing another job with ellie and skull kjol and arig so i'm helping to organize events for young people young musicians from different gaeltochs uh to come down and take part in the lessons that happen throughout skull kjol. and then i'm organizing the events and workshops then in the evening for them it's basically just a huge networking event for teenagers so that they can get to know each other and play tunes with each other and speak Irish while doing it. It's amazing. So I'm doing that at the moment, and that's true Irish. So, yeah, Irish is a huge part of my life, I suppose. You know, it was my first language. Um, grew up with it the whole time. You know, went out to all Irish schools, did Irish in college for three years. That was hard because dyslexic. There's that. Mm-hmm. I'm severely dyslexic, but... Um, and that did hinder me. It did hinder me a good bit because, like, one of the modules I was doing was um, spelling and grammar in Irish. I had a spelling and grammar waiver, but it didn't work for that module because it's based on spelling and grammar. So, oh obviously, I failed that um, the first time. So, yeah. We love being dyslexic. Okay. <laughs> Um, I like the fact that you're able to link in your Irish and your music and your organizing and networking and all that now. Mm, yes, it's it's what I wanted to do after college anyway. Yeah. So I was like, I'm getting asked to do these things. And all these things are the things that I love, you know, music, Irish. Um, and I do like organizing stuff as well. I do like organizing stuff. So that that's a huge plus too. Um so, yeah, it's it's great that I'm able to do all of them at the same time. I think what I want people to get when they listen to this is that, like, once you make that subcon- subconscious decision um, that you want to just, like, do things that you enjoy and that make you happy, they'll keep coming to you. Mm-hmm. What you put out into the world... But we're I, not doing this we're not, <laughs> Yes, oh, my God. It took what? us so long, and we still can't... I, I can't remember it. What... What goes around comes around, essentially. Essentially, yes, but that is just not what we were trying to figure out the last what day. What you put out into this world will come back to you. Yeah, it's all about vibes. Karma, whatever you want to describe karma. it as. Karma, I, I do believe in good karma. Good karma. I do believe in good karma. I don't necessarily believe in bad karma because, you know, there are bad people out there and bad stuff haven't happened to them. So I don't necessarily believe in that, but I do believe that if you do good, good will happen to yeah. you. Maybe not immediately, but if you have patience, it will come back. Definitely. Definitely. And, yeah, I think that's that's a really important revelation to make as well, um, that, like, you're on your own path, and, like, even though, you know, it might be the dumb thing for others to do the degree and stuff, like, you're still fully capable of having, like, creating the life that you want mm. um, by making your own decisions. Exactly. And once you're sure of what you want, go for it. Once Just you're sure of what you want, it. I think it will come to you. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not easily, but you'll eventually get there. Because you, if you there. want it bad enough, you'll get it. Yeah, because you're going to pour your heart and soul into the into the thing. Like you're going to really go for it. And if you if you have it in your head that I'm going for this, you will get it eventually. Yeah, it's yours. And that can be said for studies as well. You know, if if you really want that good grade, just like 
think of like <laughs> just just do it <laughs> <laughs> just just agree it's just, literally not that hard yeah, <laughs> coming from a college dropout like <laughs> <laughs> but like like if you have passion for something then you're going to have a drive that's it it's about drive it's about power, power. We, stay home <laughs> <to> power. <laughs> we should just make a soundtrack ourselves for this episode yeah sure <laughs> um yeah okay you spoke a little bit about like the brain and mm. having dyslexia and like struggling with that and mental health and you know maybe neurodiversity as well like mm-hmm. i i have adhd yeah so i uh, i am neurodivergent and I'm currently trying to get medicated for the ADHD because I do find it hinders me in a lot of what I do. Uh, but at the same time, I'm scared because I've heard stories of people getting medicated and it completely changes who they are. And I do not want to change who I am. Yeah. You know, ADHD is part of me. It, yeah. it makes me wild and crazy. And I like that about myself and so do many other people. So I don't want to lose that aspect of myself. And I I've heard stories that when people, when some people have gone on medication, that that has happened to them. That is scary. Mm-hmm. Like you have to kind of make uh, peace with, like, you know. I guess there's stuff to be gained as well, obviously. Oh, huge stuff! Because like even, even there for the past, I'm going to say four months, my brother got a piano. He got it for free off one of his off um, off a colleague and because they were they just needed to get rid of the piano so put it into the house and he was like right martin um well no i told him that i wanted to learn how to tune pianos because i do and like there was a few things wrong with the piano before like when he got it so i fixed a small bit of him before anything happened and he was like so would you just ring the fella there ring adolf and he'll and ask him if you can watch him fix the piano and you know tune it and whatever I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do that now. I'll get onto it. And, you know, every, every I'd say, two, three weeks, Prince would be like, have you rang Adolf? I'm like, no, I haven't. I'll do that now. I know I need to do it. Yeah. I know I needed to do it. but it, I, And I was like, yeah, I need to do that now. I need to do that now. I just couldn't. I can't bring myself to do things sometimes. And it was only there last week that I ended up bringing him. It was four months, like. Yeah. Four months, but I just... And I, it, it was eating at me the whole time. It was like, why won't you just do it? Just do it, just do it, just do it. Like, I knew I needed to do it, but I don't know. It's, it's very hard to put into words. It just couldn't. Yeah. And that happens with a lot of stuff as well. So being newer, like, and I, like, you know, if you get medicated, that will be, what, remedied? Kind of neutralized. Yeah. Which would be savage, but I do not want to lose the aspect of my energy. Because okay. I love my energy. Yeah. That, that is definitely like a conflict that um, I'm sure is very common for people mm. considering. No, it doesn't happen all the time. Like, you, and you change medications until you find one that works for you. You know, you go through that whole process. But it's, I don't want to lose myself again. I don't want to lose, I don't want to lose myself because I just found it. You know, I yeah. just found who I am. I, I, I'm really happy right now. I'm really happy. But... And I don't want to have to go through that process and lose myself because my energy is gone because I'm going on medication and I'm trying these different things. I'm scared to do it. So the longer that I'm on this waiting list for me, I find it best. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's working out for the best. Maybe, maybe. Um, So you've got a few things coming up. You mentioned um, you're doing a video for trad music. Yeah, so... um, Something that some trad musicians do is they do this thing called a tune a day where they post a trad tune a day online. And one of my friends is doing was doing it and he sent it on. He sent me a message. He's like, Martin, you know, I'm I'm sure you saw my tunes a day. Huey, what a legend. Um, And I was like, yeah, I have. He's like, would you like to do it? I was like, sure. Um, I'll give you a text and come down to Cork the next time. So... (laughs) And I was yeah. like, actually, no, I'm coming down tomorrow. And he was like, <laughs> well, I like, came out of my car there, so I have to bring it up to the garage in Limerick. Um, we'll do it the day after. I was like, yeah, no bother. So now Sound. I'm doing that tomorrow. <laughs> Amazing. Um, you've also got, as you mentioned, the um, festival in West Kerry, the lessons. Mm-hmm, the Skull Kjol and Arig, That's going to be, that's a huge trad festival that happens in West Kerry. It, it brings so many amazing musicians down. 
and it's literally just a weekend of tunes. Tunes and tunes and tunes and tunes. You're selling it. And then you've got, uh, you can look out for Martine on videos for Moscale TG Cattery. Yes, so that's the that's the job I was saying about uh, with the production company with TG Car. Um, it's called Inier TV, the production company, and I'm doing the Mulchgale videos. Um, so basically, I'll be going around. Um, I have to find the topic or the person or the thing that I want to do the video on. It has to be. It has to do with Irish in Kerry. Um, so I did one there on the Shuppa Dachis, so the education shop in Dingle, it's closing down because, um, well, the person who's ran it for the past 35 years is retiring. And when she retires, her landlady is going to sell the house. Aww. So it, she, like the, 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 what do we call it? What is that? What's a, what's a education shop? The shop. Oh my God. <laughs> How could I not remember the word for shop after just saying it? Uh, so the shop is going to be relocated somewhere else and she wants it to be relocated somewhere else, which is great. But like I did a video on her and her time there and uh, the history behind the shop and everything. So that was one video. Another video um, that I recorded was on someone who makes Navogues, you know, the old boats, that the rowing boats that they used, like the Curracks. We call them Navogues down in West Kerry, and it, it's just, I don't know, I find it soothing. I find it soothing, the whole process, like, you have to go, you know, it is a, it is a tedious process, you know, the editing, you, you do an interview, you do a, what, 15, 20 minute interview, the mulch gills, they have to be in between three and four minutes, they can't be anything longer than four minutes, so you have a 20 minute interview there that you have to narrow down into... Ugh narrow down into three minutes, mm-hmm. you could say, because then you have, you know, the spaces in between the interviews for the for the B-roll shots and all this type of stuff. And so that's that's hard, but once you get the the main information and the character of the person across, you've you've your job done right. So I I, I, I started training for that two weeks ago. And I'm doing that now. Um so looking forward to doing more of that stuff. Amazing. Yeah. Um, looks like you've got an exciting few, I mean, few months ahead, but also like 2023 is going to be a good one. 2023 is going to be great. I don't know what it's going to bring. But hey, we go with the flow here. Um, exactly. I definitely go with the flow. So this has been Martino Cahasig. Um, he's one to watch. Keep an eye out. And um, your social media handle? Um, so Martino C, M-A-I-R-T-I-N-O-C on Instagram. Thank you. Thank you so much, Martin. Thanks very much, Rosie. See you next week. Bye now. She's walking up to me. She got murder in her eyes. I said I only wanna dance, but a kiss it will suffice. I'm asking Mr. Christmas, give me tattoos, give me life. I got a nudge in my back pocket, and I wanna spend the night with.
something to forgive and to forget. Never knew that it would mean a machete to the head.